verses 34 through 40 from the message. When the Pharisees heard how Jesus had bested the Sadducees, they gathered their forces and sought. One of their religion scholars spoke for them, posing a question they hoped would show him up. Teacher, which command in God's law is the greatest? Jesus said, Love the Lord your God with all your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important. First on any list. But there is a second to set alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourself. These two commandments are pegged to everything in God's law, the prophets, contains on them. The word of God for us. Grace and peace, beloved. As you can tell, we're shaking things up a bit uh, for those who are young and young at heart. And so we have several different opportunities to engage in the service and in the message specifically today. As Stuart said, our word of the day this morning is first. And anyone can play this game anywhere in the sanctuary or at home. And you can play uh, by listening and by taking note of how many times I say the word first. Yeah, it's very simple. Very simple. Um, At the end of the service, I'll tell you how many times I actually said it. And if you get that right, you will get a prize. I'm talking about after I pray. Okay, Laura? After I pray, then you will start your count. So anytime you've said the word first, That doesn't count. Only in the message itself, okay? And if you're online, please take note as well because you can share your answers in the comments and Kathy is there to help you with that. So let us pray. Gracious and loving God, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight this morning for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. So in my first house, the first house that I ever purchased, the washer and the dryer were set up in the garage. And you had to go out the back door in the kitchen into the back door in the garage to do your laundry. So I got pretty good at that. And one day I found myself on the back porch realizing that I had shut the kitchen door without unlocking it. So I'm standing there realizing that my keys are in the house, my phone is in the house. And oh, by the way, it was raining And it wasn't just any rain. This is like a West Texas rain. You know, it doesn't rain that much. But when it does, it pours. It was pouring. And also, I didn't have any shoes on. So I'm thinking, you know, what do I do next? And then I I know, I know, Steve, I know. So I'm thinking, what do I do next? And I realized there's an extra house key in my car, which is parked in the driveway, not in the garage. So I ran around just hoping against hope that my car would be unlocked. It was not. So I'm standing in the rain, barefoot, wondering, what do I do next? What do I do next? I search for my keys, like I'm doing right now. Keys. Found it. These are powerful little tools, aren't they? They can lock us in. They can lock us out, even of our own homes. Now, I have to confess here that it's not unusual for me to lose my keys, lock my keys, inside my house, inside my office, inside my car. This happens when I get distracted. 
I'm thinking about other things. I'm not thinking about what door I need to unlock next and which key I will need. Now, maybe this is true for some of you. Maybe you don't lose your keys. Kids, maybe your parents don't lose their keys. But I know I'm not alone and feeling like I'm being pulled in so many different directions. We get distracted. We don't know which key to use first in those situations or which door to unlock. Today is the first Sunday in our summer break. For many of us, it's Memorial Day Sunday. It marks the first message in our worship series that we are calling 10 Keys, Unlocking Faith. Now remember, the word of the day is first. I've already said it a few times. Maybe. The truth is, sometimes we put the wrong things first in our lives because they seem really important because we're tired, because we just don't want to deal with other things. And Jesus, being human as well as God, knew that we would struggle with putting first things first. So over the next 10 weeks here at Morningstar, we are looking at the words of Jesus and how Jesus calls us to live, the 10 keys that Jesus gives us to unlock our faith, our best life. These 10 keys fit with the 10 commandments that God gave gave Moses after the Hebrew people escaped from slavery in Egypt, and they were learning to build a healthy community again. Now, you may know these Ten Commandments. We can find them in Exodus chapter 20. And the first commandment says, you, ha- you shall have no other gods before me. In other words, God says, in your life, nothing and no one is more important than me. Put me first. Now we know that Jesus was part of a family that valued the word of God. His parents, Mary and Joseph, grew up worshiping God and following this and all of the commandments. And Jesus, as he grew, was able to see people who were so concerned about following the laws that they forgot why they were given the law in the first place. The word of God, as Jesus teaches it, is more than a set of rules to be followed for fear of getting in trouble. The word of God is a way of living that is good for us and for others, and it helps us get the most out of life. So in the passage that we read today, uh, that Isaac read today, Jesus is offering the way to keep that first commandment. He's giving us the first key to unlocking our faith, to know what's important, to put first things first. This was a challenging teaching from the beginning. When we get to the point that Isaac read this morning, Jesus has already been challenged twice before. First, the religious leaders challenge him about paying taxes. Then they challenge him about life after death. And then an expert in the law comes to him and challenges him about the greatest commandment. Our text for today says one of the religion scholars spoke for them, posing a question that they hoped would show Jesus up. Teacher, which command in God's law is the most important? Now remember, Jesus was raised in the Jewish faith. He'd been taught the Hebrew scriptures. He was an expert in the law in his own right. And let's not forget, he's also the son of God. So Jesus grounds his response in the very law that the scholar who was challenging him knew so well. 
To the question, which commandment is the most important, Jesus answers, love the Lord your God with all of your passion and prayer and intelligence. This is the most important, the first on any list. But there is a second to set alongside it. Love others as well as you love yourself. So with zero hesitation, Jesus tells the scholar and us the way to put God first is to love. It's really easy to dismiss this answer even when it comes from Jesus as being light and fluffy. Love is the answer? What is this, the 1960s? Who are we, the Beatles? Love is the answer? Life is so hard. The world is on fire right now. Anger and violence threaten our way of life, threaten our children. And Jesus is saying that love is the most important thing. When we think about it that way, it's really difficult to take that answer seriously. But that's why we have to change the way that we think. That was the purpose of all of the teachings of Jesus, to invite people to repent, to change the way that we think, to turn around, to help us understand the value and the purpose of God's word. So Jesus grounds this answer in the most important commandment in the law itself, the very law that the person who was challenging him would know by heart. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart, soul, and might comes from Deuteronomy chapter 6. Love your neighbor as yourself comes from Leviticus chapter 19. Just when you thought Leviticus was good for nothing. Jesus is saying here that love is not merely a commandment to be kept to avoid God's wrath. Love is a key to healthy and happy living. The first key. I've been talking for a while. Your turn is coming. Because part of what makes this series different and new is that we can engage with each other as well as with the material. We get to talk in church. We get to talk and think and make things. And sometimes we're going to get a little messy, and that's okay too. We're calling this 10-week experiment in Interact Church. Interact Church. And the key component, see what I did there? The key component is curiosity. Curiosity is a strong desire to learn. In faith terms, we could say it's seeking to understand before seeking to be understood. Curiosity is is a desire to learn, and it's a willingness to seek to understand. And it's a spiritual practice. Jesus called us to be curious. Anytime we hear him in his teaching saying, you have heard it said, but I say to you, That's an invitation for curiosity, to look at things differently, to gain a new perspective, to seek a different path of understanding. Children, like those in the back, hi, friends. Y'all are naturally curious, aren't you? You ask why. You get your hands in things. You figure it out as you go. And today we're going to be curious with our friends We're going to be curious about God and what God is like. Jesus tells us that the most important thing we can do is to love God. Well, we really love people when we know them, right? So what do we know about God? 
how would we describe God? Do you have your slips of paper? Do you have your markers? We're going to take some time now to write down attributes of God. Kids, you can draw pictures. You can write words. What is God like? I did one to go first. Love. God is love. That's an easy one, right? All of you, seriously, I'm going to invite you now. We're going to take some time to do this together. Tell me, what is God like? Describe God. Write it down. Diane's going to play some music for us while we do that. Take your time, but as you're finished, pass your papers toward the end, and we'll share them. You can keep working on it. We can get the rest of them at the end of the service. But I want to take some time to share some of these answers, okay? We've got kindness, love, a maker, a father, a perfecter, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, love, kind, all-knowing, forever, Always with us. Do we have some from online as well, Kathy? Did we have some in the chat? Okay. If you're online, feel free to add some in the chat as well. We'd love to share those too. We have shelter, heavenly, gentle, 
all around us, forgiving, creator. These are wonderful ways to describe God, and these are just a few. So I invite you to come back next week and see what we do with all of these pieces of paper because I could have done some of this myself. I could have written something on every single piece of paper, but I wouldn't have shared exactly what you shared. And this is what we learn as we are the church together. We are meant to do this together. We learn to love God as we love each other. And that's what I also learned when I was locked out of my house. Because there was no way I could get back in without help, right? So as I'm standing there in the pouring rain, I look up and my new neighbor is sitting on his front porch watching the rain because it's such a rare occurrence in that part of the world. And he offered to help me. Loving God requires us to love our neighbors. It is the first key to unlocking our faith. It is what is most important. Now, kids, as we end the message today, did you see my bracelet? Miss Angie has a bracelet for you, and she also has a key. If you bring your bracelet back every week, we'll give you a new key to put on to it. And kids at home, you can participate as well. If you want a bracelet and a key, just let us know. Put it in the chat or give us a call in the church office, and we will collect these keys to unlocking our faith. But to all of us, I pray that we will remember this week that everything in life and faith that is important grows out of the way that we love. Everything out of life and faith grows out of the way that we love. That's why Jesus said that love is the most important thing that we can do. The first on any list. Amen? Amen.